And we are live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Horizon Weekly Insider number 110. Today is Monday, November 1st of 2021. Thanks for joining us live here on Discord and YouTube. And please be aware that we are being recorded right now. And this call will be also available for you to check out later in our Horizon podcast. Also, please remember two questions on Menti so we can answer uh, the questions at the end. So let's kick it off uh, today with our first update from the uh, growth department. Uh, engineering updates will be giving at last. So let's welcome Jonathan for the updates. Welcome, Jonathan. Hey, everybody. Uh, good morning. I uh, just wanted to remind everyone that we released our very first ebook. Uh, so far, we're seeing uh, pretty nice downloads and we're seeing people actually take the quizzes that we have inside of the book, uh, which is really exciting because that's kind of the purpose of what we wanted to do is provide um, a very affordable, um, almost free version of a book where people can really learn and then also test their knowledge through real world quizzes. So we're seeing that um, and that's very exciting. What we could definitely use the community's help with, of course, is um, getting some reviews on the book. Uh, when the book is highly reviewed, we'll continue to get even more people into the ecosystem, into the funnel. Um, and of course, as always, if you have purchased the book, please uh, send me a message on Discord and we will go ahead and refund you the money for that book. It is only 99 cents, so it's it's really not a big purchase, but still very happy to uh, refund that purchase for you in Zen. So in addition to that, we are working on the ZK Snarks book, and I uh, just got chapter one of it. Um, it looks really good. Uh, we're trying to create a kind of beginner version of what is ZK Snarks, what is ZK technology, why is it important, and how is it going to change blockchain? There aren't many books on this topic out there because it's very complicated, and so we hope to be kind of the premier book for beginners on what is ZK technology. And thank you for everyone on the team who has uh, kindly given their time to help us create this book. Uh, we have done a lot of research for it, and the team has been very generous in, in teaching us the specifics of what ZK tech, tech and ZK Snarks are. Uh, so that's it for me. Thank you. Have a great day. And back to you, Angie. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Let's continue with Dean for the BD and operations updates. Guys, sorry about that. Having uh, mic issues. Um, all right. Well, uh, today I'm super excited uh, to announce a new team member um, who will be taking over the BD team as head of BD. Uh, Rohan Honda is joining us. Um, he'll he'll be introducing himself shortly. I just want to say a few words. Uh, First, uh, you know, it's been incredibly fun and exciting to uh, manage the BD process for, for Horizon. I guess it's been a, a little over a year now, I think October last year. Uh, and um, but also overwhelming. There's just so much happening. It's really uh, more than a full time job. And so Rohan is coming in. He is an experienced uh, BD guy, uh, deep strategic thinker. 
And I'm super excited to have him taking over the day-to-day uh, operations of BD. And with that, Rohan, please introduce yourself. Uh, actually, we need to uh, grant Rohan permission because I guess he doesn't have the team role assigned to Discord. So I will continue um, talking and then if we can quickly add him the permission, then Rohan can also speak. Uh, so today I want to update our community about uh, the status of Zen 2.0.24 update that was successful and every major partners including mining pools, exchange and others have already upgraded. Now we focus our attention on Zendu support for our partners and really huge thanks to our engineering infra tools, PM and other teams as well for preparing technical documents, helping with communications and supporting our partners with integration to make things so easy for them. So great to see the continued support for our ecosystem um, from our major partners. And that's all from me. Back to you, Angie. Thank you so much, uh, Dean and Vano and Rohan. If you're available, feel free to jump in uh, uh, to introduce yourself. Uh, in the meantime, let's continue with Lucy for the marketing section. Welcome, Lucy. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday and happy November. And uh, well, for those who celebrate uh, uh, Halloween, I hope you had a fun Halloween weekend. So, uh, and another fun thing is uh, um, Coin Telegraph uh, published a, a fun article uh, titled "What Is the Worst Nightmare That Could Happen to Crypto," and then they collected uh, some answers from uh, the experts and leaders in uh, blockchain and cryptocurrency, and Rob. Uh, yeah, our team lead uh, also uh, took a part uh, in the uh, in this event. So please uh, uh, take a look and check out uh, what uh, Rob has to say. And then also uh, in in October, we saw a really nice increase uh, in our in our community engagement on social media. It was about thirty eight percent overall increase. Uh, increase uh, we saw on. An overall increase in website activity as well. Uh, so when I compared our October uh, website performance with the same period last year, uh, there's a a pretty big improvement in activity level. We are getting more visitors and more uh, and longer views on our website. Our blog uh, is particularly more active now uh, with over. A 145% increase in visitors and almost 160% increase in the time people uh, stayed on our uh, blog. So it all really makes sense, you know, as we have been announcing more and more tech development milestones and new partnerships. Uh, and our content specialist told you, published a lot of interesting articles. You know, I know he still has a long list of interesting topics and insights he's working out, uh, off of. Uh, and uh, I really enjoyed reading all of uh, uh, his art articles and then uh, can't, can't wait to uh, to read more from him. Uh, and speaking of website analytics and performance, I am happy to say that we also have a new member in the uh, um, 
in a marketing team. So today is his official starting day, and then uh, we are uh, we are still in the in the onboarding process. So uh, he will meet the community officially uh, in the next weekly insider. But I'm just uh, uh, very excited to unofficially <laughs> letting everyone know that you know today, and then also we still have a couple more positions open. So please check out uh, our career uh, page and uh, uh, you know apply if you want would like to. To also be part of the team, uh, you know, or share with uh, with your friends. And our number one priority this month is, you know, uh, preparations for mainnet launch. A lot of work happened behind the scene, uh, and then also we have some interesting news uh, announcement, partnership announcement to share uh, between now and then. That's it from me. Back to you, Angie. Thank you, Lucy. I'll like to pass the word now to Rohan to introduce himself. Welcome, Rohan. Great. Thanks so much, Angie. And great to meet you all, our burgeoning community across the globe. So good morning to everyone who's still waking up and good evening to everyone who's planning to head to bed uh, from across the other, uh, the planet. Um, I'll be, as, as uh, Dean mentioned, I'll be heading the business development here at Horizon Labs and Horizon Community at large um, and looking forward to engaging with the community and see things that we can all do together. Just a quick context on my background. Um, I've started off in consulting. Um, you know, worked across the US, Asia, um, you know, working with large financial services, fintechs, and been also advising and investing in pre-seed, seed stage, and early stage ventures, helping them grow from the partnership side, from the business development side, and was really intrigued by the entire crypto blockchain space and caught the bug, like most of you all here on the call as well, and decided to take a, you know, deeper dive into building, helping grow this uh, ecosystem uh, along with all of you guys. So I'm hoping we'll do a lot of exciting stuff in the near future and uh, look to work with you all together and my wonderful team here at Horizon. So thank you for the kind welcome. Thank you so much, Rohan. And let's continue with the Rosario Ford product and engineering updates. Hi everyone and welcome Rohan. It's great to have you on the team and seeing the BD team grow. Well, it's been a, a whirlwind and I'm I'm back in my home base after being away for about six weeks. Uh, it was great to collaborate and uh, get to work directly with the teams in, in Milan and New York. And I can say tell you I'm very pumped about uh, our growth and having new team members and our exist existing teams just uh supercharging uh what we're doing so it's it's uh amazing to see that okay so i'll be providing uh engineering updates for alberta today and i won't uh probably won't do as great of job as he does but uh here we go so on the zendu side uh so we are focusing on zendu to main it and uh working on uh right now the code is complete and it's being uh, tested on the, the live uh, environment. So we welcome everyone, uh, if you haven't done so, of our technical community members to test Zendu on Testnet. Uh, what we've been focusing on is on the uh, technical documentation and also ensuring that our partners are able to upgrade seamlessly uh, without any issues. A few weeks ago, we uh, completed uh, a documentation for the mining pools. And we've uh, just recently, this last week, completed documentation for our exchange partners um, to upgrade uh, without any problems. 
So um, we've also been uh, working on the SDK documentation. So as you know, Zendu allows uh, for sidechains to be launched on our network. So uh, our, our SDK is is uh, the software developer kit that has all the necessary tools to launch uh, and secure interoperable sidechains. So uh, we've completed the uh, latest, uh, we are um, in progress of completing the documentation for the SDK. And uh, just within the next few days, that should be uh, going out as well. Uh, in addition, readme files and the and all the Rust repositories and doing the appropriate pull request. So all of this is in preparation to Zendu to mainnet. On the proving system and Lattice, so uh, there's also uh, continued refactoring of the Marlin repositories and other changes. Uh, I won't go into into details uh, for that, uh, but if you'd like to hear more, just listen to our uh, next weekly insider on uh, engineering updates. From the product side, last week you you heard a bit about uh, from Zane about the the Zeni token, and also Alberto expanded uh, to say that uh, we are, uh, the Zeni token is going to be the, the, uh, the, the first step to get uh, to interoper- interoperable sidechain communication. So right now we are able to communicate with Zendu from uh, the main chain to the sidechains and, uh, and from sidechain to main chain. So this next iteration will allow sidechain to sidechain communication and that first building block is the Zeni token. Uh, we are moving forward. Uh, we've had tremendous growth on the product side. So uh, shout out to Zane. Uh, he's been doing a great job at uh, starting a process where we can onboard new developers. So uh, starting with the document internal documentation and external documentation. And we will be also uh, welcoming a new uh, Zen Blockchain Foundation uh, hire uh, for a um, developer relations. So this is an area that we've uh, been lacking in the past and uh, will be an area of focus in the future. And for that, that is it for now. Thank you, Angie. Thank you, Rosario. Now let's welcome Rob for the leadership updates and the Q&A session. Thanks, Angie. Let me pull up my notes here. Uh, okay, so like Rosario said, I'm also finally getting back from about six weeks on the road visiting our New York uh, City and Milan teams. There were two big focuses for me on these trips, besides getting to know the new team members better. Um, number one, crafting a powerful, relevant, and coherent messaging for the eco- for the ecosystem. Uh, basically, answering the questions: Who are we? Why do we exist? Why does this matter? Right. This is the this is the set of questions that we should be always asking ourselves and not just getting complacent, right? We launched in 2017, the market, the world, a lot of things were different in 2017. And we need to constantly ask ourselves, how are things changing? How are we changing? Uh, why does it matter? Are we going in the right direction, right? So this is really just a fundamental strategy, you know, consideration of, you know, steering the ship of, you know, who we are as an ecosystem in a direction that is maybe, or maybe just identifying the direction that we're on uh, and then seeing if that makes sense relative to the rest of the industry that is changing constantly. Number two uh, was especially uh, thinking through tech strategy more deeply. And in particular, there were two themes that I've been mentioning now for weeks, and I'm just going to keep on mentioning them, compatibility and interoperability. 
And in particular, we've been having some deep conversations about uh, whether to EVM or not EV to EVM. EVM and Ethereum virtual machine. So basically the idea is, are we going to be compatible with Ethereum and the entire Ethereum compatible ecosystem that has been exploding in our industry? Or are we not? Are we going to continue in a different direction that would be more compatible, say, with you know the Ouroboros class of consensus uh, products that are out there, maybe Cardano, right? So um, I'm just a you know spoiler alert here. I'm a big fan. I'm very much in favor of uh, launching an EVM as a sidechain in the Horizon ecosystem, and this is something that I want to continue continue to explore and not take too long on it. Actually, so I, when I say continue to explore, I want us to have an idea of feasibility and exactly how we would resource this type of project ASAP, right? So this isn't something that I want to take months to make a decision on. This is something that I would like to take, I don't know, weeks, maybe a month to make a decision on and then actually have an idea of how we would do it. Uh, what we've been saying internally was um, because we are so strapped in terms of personnel and it's great that our team continues to expand, we're not expanding fast enough. Um, this is a function of you know, it's, it's a very tight labor market for the things that we do and getting the high-end talent that we have. We have a commitment to excellence, really, so we don't want to dilute uh, the team by hiring too fast. Um, and at the same time, there's just kind of a dearth of skill sets for people who can, as an example, you know, build and integrate and deploy an EVM with an ARCA system. So what we're thinking is we're going to be looking for external partners and see if we can bring in an external team have them work with an internal team dedicated to this and really think through what could end up being an, an, a new product line within the ecosystem. Um, so anyway, on, uh, on to other things, I'm also super pumped by the new team members that we have joining this week and next week. You've heard about some of them. You've uh, had an introduction from Ruhan um, and we have others joining this week. Lucy mentioned one and then also some critical members joining next week. So the, just the caliber of the people that we're getting is absolutely phenomenal. We're getting people with both tremendous experience in crypto, like Ruhan, and also in functional areas, in areas like BD and engineering and product and marketing, search engine optimization and growth, et cetera. Um, so really our capacity as an organization, like I've been kind of foot stomping this point for a while, our capacity as an organization has been significantly increasing, and this is really yet to fully uh, materialize in terms of productive output. So we've been expanding our team, improving our processes, and really just ramping things up significantly. And the pace of deliveries is going to follow. All right, this is just kind of a, a lead lag type of relationship and expect a lot more in the very near future. Um, to reiterate Rosario's words, really, everything is still green-lighted for Zendu activation on mainnet first week of December. Um, this is, has been, continues to remain our number one priority. This is our differentiating technology, and this is what is going to get all of our other subsequent products out there into market in a big way. Um, so we're very much focusing on making this a massive success. What does success mean here? Well, success doesn't just mean Zendu activating a mainnet, which is, is a huge accomplishment in itself, but it also means compatibility for tools, libraries, applications, things like the Block Explorer, Sphere by Horizon, Rosetta, our Rosetta integration, you know, which governs our uh, Coinbase listing right for Zen. Zencast.js, their JavaScript libraries on the back end for a lot of the other products in the ecosystem, and documentation, 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 right? So there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes, like Rosario said, to make sure that our, our customers, our users, our partners, everyone has a seamless integration experience here, and we don't just have an abrupt, look, we're delivering software, upgrade or not, we're not going to really help you out. That's not, that's not our style. It's not how we do things, and we're constantly professionalizing to make sure that the deliveries that we have 
are are done in a way that's just as easy as possible for everyone else to follow along. Other priorities going through the end of the year, just to reiterate them, it's important to just keep the eye on the prize, right? Uh, Zenny Chain. So Zenny Chain is our our call it a POC version of a tokenization platform. It's going to issue you know this fun Zenny Zenny token. Uh, we've been talking about it for a little bit, uh, but this is an important step forward in ultimately having a production grade tokenization platform. What is a cryptocurrency or blockchain ecosystem without the ability to issue tokens? Not much, right? It's a precursor to DeFi. It's a precursor to NFTs. It's a precursor to you know dozens or hundreds of different types of enterprise applications. Basically, anything or many many things that you want to do with blockchain technology, or at least those things that are really popular in the market today, and we think will be popular in the market tomorrow, involve require token issuance. So this is a big project for us. Now it's kind of a, a fun project where at the end we want to have this the Zenny token for select community members and those that really just contribute to the project by the end of the year as a fun little thank you. But this is going to morph into, into Q1 as a production grade tokenization platform. It is not just a one and done project again. Now the way that we're, we're deploying software is not just one and done, it's not done in a vacuum. We have a ton of accompanying infrastructure and products that go along with it. So we can't just launch a side chain that issues tokens and not have, as, as an example, a wallet to be able to see, view, receive, send tokens, right? So the team is also you know, racing forward on a web wallet to go with ZeniChain. So more to come on that. Uh, other priorities for the end of the year. We are racing to complete the POC version of ZK Audit. This is the Celsius project for those who have been following. It's a really important project that can spur its own product line itself, a really important, powerful product line that showcases not only the clever use of blockchain technology, but importantly, how we apply zero knowledge proofs into doing like solving a real problem in the marketplace for digital assets. Right. So our first customer for this product is Celsius, a major important customer that we love working with. But there are many other potential customers who could use this audit product. Uh, also, uh, again, not just to deliver technology and hope that it works. We're also uh, working on an SDK fast version that Alberto and team have been mentioning for you know at least the last month on a version of Ouroboros. It's the BFT version of Ouroboros that right now we're integrating into an SDK into our SDK, so that when Zendu goes live on mainnet, we will have an SDK that is functional and people can actually launch their own sidechains. We we don't want it to be. You know, Horizon Labs or the foundation is just launching every single sidechain in this ecosystem. We need to be delivering products to market that enable other people to launch their own blockchains, their own sidechains, and all of the subsequent products and applications that come with it. Right. So the way that we're doing it with the December launch is we're targeting the SDK fast version, which, by the way, we have a phenomenal name for, but I'm, I don't believe that we've mentioned it publicly yet, so I'm not going to spill those beans. Uh, but this is going to be a precursor SDK to what will ultimately be like a flagship product called Lattice, which is a fully decentralized version of, uh, of an SDK. Um, next up, Horizon Labs is focusing really hard on the Board API Club token launch. This is something that we mentioned uh, in the past, and it is an extremely important project for Horizon Labs and an extremely important relationship and partnership with one of the most successful NFT brands in the industry um, to ultimately just work within our ecosystem. Um, and other than that, we do have a special project that's ongoing right now. And again, this is the one that I keep joking that I'm not going to spill the beans on. But just the, the gist of it is we are working on a POC version, a basic zero knowledge enabled ID 
product with a, a big uh, blockchain partner, one of the big crypto projects in the industry and a bank. And I'll, I'll just stop there on that one so I don't reveal uh, too much more information, but there's a lot going on. So you can see just the, this list of projects that we're working, some huge, uh, or I, I can say all of them important and all of them uh, sophisticated blockchain products uh, getting out there. But there, there really is a range of complexity here, and there's just a big urgency to make sure that we get these things all to market kind of in like this one, uh, you know, big, big, uh, big uh, set of deliveries for the end of the year. We don't want these projects to, to slip into the next year. Um, although, caveat, the token launch uh, as an example and um, some other things, elements of them will slip into the next year. Um, okay, so... Some have noticed on uh, our social media that Horizon Labs has invested in and partnered with GameStation, a super popular play-to-earn platform that just launched. So this was a really, really not only fun and successful uh, partnership that the company has with this other uh, game, but this is also, again, another potentially significant partnership to ultimately build within the Horizon ecosystem. You can see we just keep on, uh, you know, the BD team is just uh, working on steroids, it seems, constantly delivering these really important partnerships. And finally, I want to say uh, a big thank you to Ken uh, in particular, and then also to Jung Hoon uh, within within the, the the Korean and Chinese communities in particular for kicking off and then really hosting and, and diving deep with uh, community chatter in a big debate on whether or not to do a Zen coin split. This is something that uh, has an idea that has been around for a few years, and we haven't taken any actions on it. What it would mean in in practice would be to do something like. For every Zen that exists today, we will split that such that there are 1,000 Zen that exist tomorrow, right? Post split. That's the idea of it. And you see uh, companies do this with stock splits every now and then. You know, when the price of the stock goes up beyond some amount, they do a split and, you know, the per, the per share price uh, comes back down. This is an idea that's been flitted around and uh, Ken kicked off a very vigorous debate within the community over the weekend. And then he spent, I think, 12 hours in one of those days uh, just really diving deep with the community. I just loved seeing the, the intense discussion, the thoughtful discussion on both sides of the debate. And uh, and then a whole bunch of uh, you know, documentation and you know data that came of it as well. So uh, Ken and Jung-Hoon did a great job actually collecting data doing surveys with the community members over the weekend and getting some preliminary feedback. It seems like, at least within these two communities, the Korean and the Chinese ones, that uh, majority of sentiment seems to be against the idea. Um, but there are still questions on feasibility, you know, just because like, we, we have shielded coins in, in Horizon anyway. So what happens with shielded Zen, as an example, if we do a coin split? Can we make it is it technically feasible to even do this type of split? But then ultimately, the, what I like about this conversation over the weekend was, this is how any any proposal for major changes ought to work going forward, right? So we've had a, a small team initially, we had a small community initially years ago, that's no longer the case. Now our team's bigger, our community is substantially bigger, we have many more stakeholders, many more partners, really just a much bigger ecosystem than we had years ago. Big decisions, doing things like a coin split or any type of macro policy changes or even major technical changes to the, the core software, say Zendi or, or Zendu, really should come through, number one, vigorous community conversation that ultimately leads to a Zenip, a Zen improvement proposal that gets formally published for the community to then, you know, um, actually debate. And then just, again, discussion, discussion, debate, debate. We need to make sure that this is like very uh, flushed out ideas with technical feasibility, but then also like a resource path forward and make sure that this is what the community actually wants to do. 
In this particular case, preliminary findings are that the community doesn't seem too hot on this idea, at least right now. Some of the suggestions are to push this off and wait to see if it makes sense in the future. Um, but we'll see. So I just view this as a great example of community members really stepping up, doing an awesome job, engaging with other community members and engaging sentiment. And then number two, kicking off a process that might ultimately lead to at least a Zenip. Whether that Zenip gets approved by the community or rejected, at least we have a docu documentation and it's floated out there for this kind of conversation. So I will stop here, guys. I, I, did, I did have uh, some other just kind of a you know, market commentary stuff that I'll hold off. Maybe we'll talk about next week. There's just too much and we're running out of time. So back to you, Angie, for any Q&A. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rob, for the updates. And I have to say that I'm really excited because we've had over 50 votes for our questions and there's some of them with over 40 votes. So, wow. I mean, I, I think it's this is one of the times we've had the most votes on questions. So super excited and pumped. Uh, let's see. So the first one is, as DCG own such a high percentage of Zen coins and SoftBank and Google investing with them today, how does Rob Envision Sen can leverage those new relationships to benefit Horizon? Um, in the same way that we have been, actually. And, and what I would say is uh, Barry Silbert and DCG have been really some of the best investors you could imagine as, uh, as a company, as an ecosystem, because they, you know, just to, to be frank with you guys here, we don't talk about you know, these types of relationships often, but they've been so deeply supportive of what we've been doing. And in such an ethical way where they take a hands-off approach, yes, they clearly have a substantial economic stake in what we're doing, but unlike a lot of other VCs that are more traditional, they don't translate that into say like power or leverage over a, pro a project because, and, and this is just my guess, but Barry Silbert is really, uh, he believes in what's going on in the industry. He believes in decentralization. He believes in the future that we're building and therefore he doesn't want to wield an undue influence on everything. But what they've been doing, and you know, just constantly over the years since they, they made their first you know, investment in Zen and then in Horizon Labs, they've been making just a constant stream of really important introductions and promoting the project in their own way. So this just shows how a decentralized ecosystem ought to work, is they're constantly working on their end within their universe of influence to promote the project, to help grow the project, to connect the dots with uh, important other projects that we might want to work with that we might be able to forge strategic relationships with. And it's just been a phenomenal relationship. Now, with respect to the new investments that were just uh, recent recent news um, you know, about people investing in D or institutions investing in DCG, I suspect more of the same. I suspect that this just significantly improves the DCG uh, ecosystem in itself, and it shows the power of being part of that ecosystem. Great. The second question is, any plans to integrate with a lending or borrowing service? If you do, please make sure uh, they are able to have multiple wallet addresses so you can run notes as well, like Dash on Salt. That's such a, a great um, point and a great question. So I, absolutely, the idea is to. Uh, we don't have uh, something ready right now because we, we have a a general path to DeFi, but it really starts with releasing Zendu. So our focus has been on, on releasing Zendu, but then also cultivating some of these partnerships that will be kind of the, the first wave of uh, infrastructure that we need, like a tokenization platform, like a web wallet, like uh, an Oracle feed coming into sidechains. We're laying a base infrastructure, and then the next layer from there are gonna be on the application side. So the next layer will be things like 
DEXs, AMMs, automated market makers, like peer-to-peer -peer lend lenders, le lending protocols like Aave, and I'm just using them as examples, not saying we have relationships, uh, but that, that's the next idea. And this is something that's really important for us, not something that we have you know, in the works ready. You know, we're not building any of these things right now. We're just laying the infrastructure. But what I really like is just the consideration in that question of making sure that we're not just copy pasting into our ecosystem, but make sure that we're actually integrating in a meaningful way these other protocols on other platforms into the horizon way of doing things and accounting for particular stakeholder groups and infrastructure that we have, like the node program. So it's an excellent question. I think it's gonna, you know, it in itself will really spark some, some nice ideas on our end. Thank you. Great. And the third and final question is other other popular projects are successful issuing staked tokens that can be traded and used for collateral for loans. Can this be done with Zen and is it something we are considering? Right. So I mean we're we're a, a group of technologists, right? So we typically stay away from like doing things like launching financial pro products. And I know our very own uh, you know, Dean Steinbeck, our GC, is very careful in making sure that we're not launching products that could be considered securities. Um, that said, we do have partners out there like Stakehound that previously launched the, the ST Zen product, which was a staked, uh, wrapped version of Zen on Ethereum, which the company does plan on launching another version because the first version just didn't work out with a technical problem they had on, on uh, key management. So unfortunately, that, that didn't uh, pan out as one example, but you know our approach to this is to bring in other players into our ecosystem that are running businesses doing these things, that have the infrastructure, whether that's legal, regulatory, some jurisdiction where they do these things and leverage the infrastructure that we have as a, pro like as a technology project um, to launch products that make sense where they make sense. We typically don't have our own versions of these things that, that might bump into the securities domain. And thank you, Dean, for that. Great question, though. Awesome. So that's it. Thank you, everyone, for joining us here at our Weekly Insider. Remember, we do this every Monday to give you the latest Horizon updates. Stay tuned, and we'll see you all next week. Bye-bye.